Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 7 from verse 1 to verse 23. At that time when the Pharisees gathered together to Jesus with some of the scribes who had come, to, who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands defiled, that is, unwashed. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with hands defiled? And he said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you, hypocrites? As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of people. You leave the commandment of God and hold fast to the tradition of people. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a man which by going into him can defile him. But the things which come out of a man are what defile him. For from within, out of the heart of men, come evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and they defile a man. My dear brothers and sisters, I want us to look at this gospel and let's break it because I believe there is so much wisdom in this. The opening lines for me speaks volume. When the Pharisees gathered together to Jesus with some of the scribes, they had come from Jerusalem. And in my mind, they are gathering because they are searching for something. They are gathering because they are looking for answers. You know, they see Jesus as a master, as a rabbi, as a teacher. Mark has presented Jesus as the one who speaks and teaches with authority. He has presented Jesus as the one who is able to convince and portray the message of God in a simplest way and yet profound. And I want to ask myself, when I come into the presence of God, do I acknowledge the mighty, the greatness of God? But let's bring this closer. When I come into the presence of my brothers and sisters, those whom we meet on a daily basis, can I see them as men and women made in an image and likeness of God? Can I see them as those created to manifest the greatness of God? Do I see Christ in the eyes of my brothers and sisters? Do I see Christ in their struggles? Do I hear the words of God? In their voices. 
the ability, dear brothers and sisters, to apply that which God had asked us in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 25, when I was hungry, when I was sick, when I was in prison, when I was in a hospital. And as much as you did it, and so far as you did it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. But also, when you refused, when you denied doing it to them, you denied doing it to me as Christ. And so do I sit and value the person in my presence, in my life, in my family, at work, at school, in the community? Do I see you as a gift from God? And that, for me, is important. To realize that each and every one of us is a gift from God. I may not think I'm good. I may not think I'm intelligent. I may not think I'm worthy. I may not think I live up to the standard. But God has left something inside of me that which is divine. My dear brothers and sisters, let us not forget each and every one of us have been made in an image and likeness of God. And so I go back to this verse and I look at the scribes and the Pharisees and when they gather around Jesus, in my mind, I presume that they will sit there because they see the greatness of God. They will sit there because they want to be taught. They sit there because they are searching for answers. They sit there because they want closure. They sit there because in Christ they have found the fulfillment of their dream. But that's not the case. Instead of seeing the good, they saw that some of Jesus' disciples ate with their hands defiled. That means their hands were unwashed. And they asked Jesus, why are some of your disciples do not live? Why do they not live according to the traditions of the elders? Why do they eat with defiled hands? My dear brothers and sisters, there are some people who always look for something to pick. They always find something wrong. They always need to bash somebody. No matter how good the person is, they will have to add. But do you also know this about this? No matter how great an event can be, they will always find something to complain about. And we can also find it in our lives, in our families, in our marriages, in our work, in our schools, in our communities. That there are people who have just turned out to be negative. There are people who see a glass that is half empty. There are people who will refuse to appreciate a beautiful garden but they will rather pick on something negative. And if I am that person, surely I live a very frustrated life where I'm always looking for something to comment about. I always live at the opposite side. I always look out for negativity. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm pointing this thing out in the gospel because sometimes it drains us as people. It drains us in our marriages. 
and you will find that we've been married for 20 odd years. But she or he can remember in details what happened in our first six months and has never forgotten, has never healed, and will always remind us at any given moment. And the Lord wants us to be healed. And Jesus listens to these great men. Make no mistakes, Pharisees and scribes were not evil people. They were good men. But sometimes we fill our minds. We choose another agenda. And that is not helping us. And so from time to time, I need to ask myself, is this attitude helping me to grow? Is my anger helping me to grow? Is my bitterness helping me to grow? Is this relationship helping me to grow? And if it's not helping me to grow, then why do I hold on to it? And in psychology, we have this principle. We continue to do the things that we do so long as we benefit from it. But Jesus is not okay with that. They say, why do these people not listen or adhere to the tradition of our fathers? My dear brothers and sisters, people don't have to become copycats of us. They don't have to be another us. And it's okay for people to disagree with us. It's okay for people to think differently. It's okay for people to act differently. And it is okay for us to celebrate them. There is power in unity, in diversity. There is power in the garden that is full of roses and lilies. There is power in the beauty of humanity when I can realize that so-and-so is different and great in his own way. So-and-so is different and great in her own way. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us. And may Almighty God bless us, protect us, guide us, and lead us to himself. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious advocate, and eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile. Show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Amen. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.